there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it will be to live more simply. Today we're going to talk on the podcast a little bit about fear, and fear of the future particularly. Not necessarily just fear, but fear of the future. I think right now the future is so unknown that many of us can start to get fear of what's going to happen. And sometimes that can paralyze that us and that can cause us to really clutter up our lives with a lot of unnecessary fear. So before we start, I want to thank our podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. Their mission is to help homeschooling students and families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith through their print, digital, and online classes. Right now, they also have a free Apologia Science Activity ebook with seven activities and coloring pages for ages K to 6th grade. So go over to Apologia.com and download that resource as well as many others and check out their amazing curriculum. So let's back up a little bit. We're going to talk about fear in a minute and fear of the future and uh, why I'm even bringing that up today. But let's talk a little bit about just what's been going on because uh, a lot has been going on here. Last week, I needed to unexpectedly take off from the podcast because we brought my daughter to college. As you all know, this is like a roller coaster of emotions, uh, you know, to do such a thing. And, you know, this will all tie into the podcast today with the fear thing. But, you know, there's the normal transition of bringing your child to college. And then there's the transition of bringing your child to college in the middle of a worldwide pandemic, where everything is kind of turned upside down. So we had the normal, you know, sadness that she was leaving on top of just a lot of, you know, crazy things and unknowns. And it took me, it took me a few days to get into the groove. I don't know that I am even in the groove yet, but um, we're making progress. But so, you know, that was going on. And I just feel like Lately, as everybody out there, there's just so much, so much going on every day that changes and, you know, everything feels so uncertain and um, it's just been kind of crazy, kind of up and down. But I do have good news in the middle of all this. A couple things I want to tell you before we even get going on the topic for today's podcast. Number one. I have a new book, a new homeschooling book. It is in the process of being published. We're getting it all formatted to look pretty and everything to line up nicely and all that fun stuff. And we've changed the title a couple of times. So if you've heard me with the title on here before, we have changed it. I believe the final title is The Simple Homeschool... I'm sorry, now I said it wrong. The Simple Homeschooling Journey. Uh, building a family and not just a transcript. It was hard to make the title encompass everything that the book was about. So I had my dear friend Ann Dunnigan from um, 
mission-minded women, mission-minded families. She's amazing. If you go to Teach Them Diligently, she speaks there um, every year. She has amazing ministry for missions. Um, And so Anne wrote the foreword to my book. And so after she read the book and was going to write the foreword, she was saying, you know, I kind of feel like the title needs to be different because, you know, she really wanted it to convey the message of what's in the book, which as always goes back to God and our simple journey in our homeschool. And, you know, originally it was called From Kindergarten to College. And, you know, that sounded more academic and it's not at all an academic book. So it's really all about our journey from kindergarten until high school graduation and dropping our daughter off at college and what that was like to, you know, keep our eyes on the Lord, keep it simple, and really not to focus on the academic part of it nearly as much as we were focusing on building our family and um, building our family on the strong foundation of God and his word. And so I'm super excited that book should be released soon. Um, I will keep you guys posted. Also, I have my Simplify Your Homeschool e-course, which so many people have given me positive feedback that has really been like a spiritual tune-up for their soul before they start their homeschooling year. Again, it's not a how-to homeschool course. You can find that everywhere over the internet. This is really, you know, getting your um, yourself focused before your school year to really focus on the things that matter most. And that's a four-part video kind of webinar. And then there's also free downloads and printables. And um, also you will get a free discount, not a free discount, you will get a discount to uh, my homeschool consulting program. So those are one-on-one phone calls with me. And so you can find all the information for that at Simply Living For Him. Uh, dot com. I will link it in the show notes. You can also still purchase the Bible-based homeschooling e-course, which teaches you, that's 20 videos that teaches you how to use the Bible to teach every subject in your homeschool. Um, so that is still available. And also, as I said, I'm doing homeschool consulting right now. I've been quite busy with that. I had several appointments just this week alone. Uh, moms who, one mom described it to me the other day. She said, you know, this is like a well visit. I'm going to do this every year before um, our homeschool year. I did one with her last year and I did one with her just now. And she said, it's like a well visit. You know, I needed this little spiritual checkup um, before, like a little tune-up before we start our homeschooling year. I thought that was so cute. So it's been a privilege and an honor for me to be able to guide women, whether you're just starting out the homeschooling journey, whether you've been doing this for a really long time. I have clients that, you know, are on every end of that spectrum. And, you know, I I pray with them. I guide them. I listen to them. I feel like so many homeschool moms just need somebody to like dump their brain on. And so I do that. I listen and then I give, you know, my advice accordingly. And I will always, always, always point you back to the one, to Jesus. You know, I always tell my clients, you know, go back to God and do what he says. And so um, it's just been wonderful for me to do that. And I'm so excited about that. So that's a little bit about what's going on here. Um, We have some new exciting things coming for Simply Living for Him in the fall. I have new products in my shop. I have a new shirt that says... I love this t-shirt. You can get it in all kinds of designs, whether it's um, whatever color is available and t-shirts, sweatshirts, accessories, bags, everything. The design says, walking with Jesus is my cardio. (laughs) 
I love it. Um, but we have new designs coming. And then also the Simply Living for Him online women's community, how could I forget to tell you about that, has a new Bible study starting September 14th on Psalm 119. This is a 13-week study because Psalm 119 is long. So we are going to dig in. I'm super excited. The format for this one's going to be a little different than the others, but you can find all the information at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. Once you join the community, which is completely free, you then have access, and it's always free, to all of the Bible studies that I have taught in there and uh, to the new upcoming Bible study, as well as our scripture writing and memorization challenges, our daily devotions, and just amazing fellowship. Every woman that's in this has described it to me as a place of peace because there's no drama and no negativity. It's just women who want to know Jesus more. It's not just homeschooling moms, by the way. A lot of people join and they're like, oh, I'm a homeschooling mom and that's why I'm here. And I'm like, this isn't for homeschooling moms. It's for any woman who wants to know God and his word more. And I truly believe that will make you a better homeschooling mom, working mom, single mom, public schooling mom, not a mom, whatever you are, woman out there, I believe that when you get to know God more, it will benefit whatever it is then you do, because then you do, you fulfill your purposes in the Lord all through the lens of uh, him and how he created you. So like I said, all women, any age, stage of life, uh, come on over to the Simply Living for Him community. It's simplylivingforhim.com slash community, and it's completely free. Okay, so I got all that in. Now let's talk about fear of the future. This um, topic I discussed actually on my daily devotionals this week a little bit, but I thought I could go into depth a little bit more on the podcast and really, you know, reach a broader or audience because I don't know really how many people. Do you know I have daily devotionals on YouTube? I do. They're on YouTube almost every day. Like sometimes, like this past week when life is crazy, they're not there every day. But sometimes, you know, when I when um. You know, I need to take off, but other times they're they're there pretty much consistently, um, updated daily. And so I started those way back in March. So you can even scroll through the archives and get all kinds of encouragement all the way back through March. Um, <clears throat> and you can watch them at your own leisure. Those are also in the Simply Living for Him community. But I did talk this week about fear and specifically in two different instances and fear of the future, not just fear. So I should say fear of the future. And so I wanted to talk about that here because, you know, the Simply Living for Him podcast is all about getting rid of clutter in our lives and chaos and, you know, in the spiritual aspect, though, not just like getting rid of stuff. It always goes back to the heart. The more we have Jesus, the less we have um of all the chaos and clutter. And I really believe when we focus on eternity and our eternal perspective and we get rid of all the distractions of this world, it makes it so much easier and clearer to see our true purposes here. And one of the things that can distract us and can hinder us from our purposes or from really keeping our eyes on the Lord is fear of the future. Because fear of the future is a worldly thing right? It is. Because if you're fearful of the future, then that must mean that you're thinking about the world. Because you don't have fear of the future when you're thinking about God, right? Because what does it say in God's word? So yesterday, we have no fear of the future because we have a future promised with him uh, in eternity. And yesterday I read in my devotional from Romans 8. I'm going to read to you from Romans 8, um, 
in just a second. But, you know, we, we talk about this future glory that is to come. And so if we are fearing the unknown and the future, that's because we're, we're walking in the flesh and we're focusing on the things of the flesh. But when we are walking in the spirit and we're focusing on the things of God, we can sort of remember that no matter what path our earthly journey takes us, it's going to end in a future of glory to come with Jesus. So let me remind you what it says in Romans 8 here. It says, uh, starting in verse 18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy, are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. We have an eternal glory to come with Jesus. We know that right now we're kind of stuck in this tension between the spirit and the flesh. We live on this earth. It says here, you know, all creation is groaning. We are groaning. You know, that's why life feels so heavy, especially lately. You know, you look around and the world has just gone crazy, I feel like. So you're like, oh, this is just terrible. And, you know, what's going to happen? And this is, but this is biblical. This is what it says. We are in creation, which is subjected to sin. We are in our earthly bodies, with our, which are subjected to sin. And so this is no surprise that we have this struggle. And yet we have this foretaste of the future glory with the Holy Spirit. And one day there will be no more tears, no more sorrow, no more groaning. Isn't that wonderful? That none of the things that we are subjected to now on earth are going to last forever. So when we focus on our future of the glory to come, it eliminates the fear and the, the angst that we have over the future. You know, right now for, for me, I'm like, especially when we sent Grace back to school, my daughter, there was, there's so much unknown. Is she going to get sent home? You know, is this the right thing to do? Will she end up going virtually again, which she doesn't want to do? You know, will there be an outbreak of this virus at her campus? You know, what's going to happen with the election? Is there going to be violence in the streets everywhere? Like, I'm serious. Like, my mind will just go and go and go. And that's very easy for us to get wrapped up in all of that because we're focused on the things of this earth. And, you know, when we look at, I've talked about this many times, but when we look at the Bible and heroes of faith and all throughout time, people of faith have never had it easy. You know, but our, our humanness wants us to know that it's going to be okay. We want to know that whatever thing we decide is going to be okay. 
you know, and so it's all going to be okay because of Jesus. (laughs) So we know that in the end, like, so I talked about this on my devotional. It's like, we know the end of the movie. We just don't know what's going to happen in between. And so we have the Bible, which tells us the end. Jesus is going to come back, whether it's in our lifetime or beyond. He is going to come back. There will be redemption. We will have a new earth. We will be with God forever. Like this isn't just a story that we tell ourselves to feel good. This is the truth. If you believe the Bible, that's what it says. And so it's like we have the ending of the movie. We just don't know how we're going to get there. And so earthly bodies and earthly minds will be anxious about that. You know, what's going to happen? Am I going to suffer? Are we going to have hardship? I mean, that is sort of normal when you're, you know, thinking in earthly terms. But it's so important for us to think in heavenly terms. Because when we know that the end of the story means it's all going to turn out okay, it changes everything for us in the here and now. It changes how we handle everything that comes our way. Does it mean we're going to embrace suffering and hardship and say, this is wonderful? No, but we don't have to have the angst and the fear about what's going to happen. See, that angst and fear makes us focus on earth like this earth is our home forever when we're citizens of heaven. We are traveling through this earth for a short time, and it is not forever. And so even if, you know, Grace gets sent home from college, even if Steve loses his job, even if I get sick, even if my child gets hurt, I'm just naming things, right? It doesn't change the fact that Jesus is coming back someday and everything will be redeemed. It doesn't make it feel good in the present. But also, can you imagine a life without that knowledge of the end of the story? How horrific, how terrible to have to go through all that suffering and think, this is what life is about, suffering and hardship. And then at the end, there's nothing or there's eternal suffering. Oh my goodness, does that not want like motivate us to get out there and share the gospel? I can't imagine. I can't imagine people who live without the gospel, especially in the days we live in. I remember what it's like to live without hope. I remember driving around aimlessly in my car, screaming out to myself, basically, what does this life mean? I remember at times thinking, well, if it's that bad and I die, who cares? Because at least I won't be suffering anymore because I I had no hope. But I also had no concept of eternity. It was terrifying. And I don't ever wish anyone on this earth to live like that always. You know, we as Christians, we get so prideful that we think we have the gospel and too bad for all that dark world that doesn't. We look down on the world. You know, I do myself. When I see all the wretchedness out there and when I see the sin and the darkness, I get frustrated. I get mad. I'm like, ugh. But then I think to myself, you prideful person, that was you. We should be motivated and gr- to tell the people, tell those people in darkness about the light. We should be grieving that they don't have the gospel. It should spur us on. 
we are not better than the world because we all were once there. And so I cannot imagine not knowing that future of that glory to come. Living in this confusing and chaotic and cluttered and scary world without that future, that to me is just horrific. And there's people every day living like that. And I once lived like that. I've been asking the Lord lately, Lord, help me to just do what I can do to further the kingdom. Just give me opportunities. It doesn't have to be these big grand plans. You know, go out to the store and share the light of Jesus somehow just by being kind and nice. Instead of looking down on those who don't have the gospel. Yes, I understand. It's like we look at this darkness and we're like, oh my goodness, it's so dark. But remember, how can they have the light if they are not told? And so we need to do our part. And this other sp- aspect of the future and the fear of the future, I was, th- I was talking about in my most recent devotion. Uh, devotional. And so I was talking about Proverbs 31, 25, and there's this verse in there that says, she laughs at the future or at, or she laughs at what is to come. Some versions say she smiles at what is to come or she smiles at the future. And so um, that verse in particular stood out to me many years ago. I'm going to tell you a story about how I think that what that verse means. But it's funny because I was talking about the future and I was, you know, on my devotionals and I was talking about, you know, not fearing the future because we ha- we know what is to come. And, you know, um, I believe the Proverbs 31 woman had no fear of the future because she had the fear of the Lord. See, a lot of times we look at Proverbs 31 woman and we roll our eyes and we get frustrated because we're like, oh yeah, you know, she's so perfect and I can never live up to that. But really her excellence is talked about in there really at the core is she feared the Lord. She wasn't afraid of the Lord. Let's not get that confused. It's not that she's afraid of the Lord. So when you fear the Lord, it's not that you're afraid. It's that you have reverence and honor and you understand who he is. So if we have fear of the Lord, we're not going to fear the world. Because if we fear the Lord and we have reverence and honor for him and we understand who he is, we have no fear of the world because we know the outcome of the story. And so when I look at that Proverbs 31 woman and where it says in verse 25 that she laughs at the future, it's not that she's like laughing like she doesn't care or she's scoffing at the future. She's laughing at the future. She's looking to the future with joy, with a smile, because she has confidence in God. She has confidence confidence in God and in her future because he is her future. So when we look at the world, we are going to feel fearful because we don't know what's going to happen. But when we remember who is in control of the future, we do not have to have fear of the unknown. And so I'm going to tell you a story. Many years ago, I was at a women's retreat with my church and a woman there shared her testimony. And honestly, it was one of the most powerful stories I have ever heard in my entire life. And she shared her testimony of how she was, um, she was part of the Rwandan genocide. 
So if you don't know what that is, go Google it. But back in the 90s, um, there was a horrific genocide in Rwanda. And people were slaughtered and killed. And there was horrific violence and murder. And it was horrible. And this woman had five young children and a husband in the middle of it. And they were trying to escape from this genocide. And she was one of the ones that they were going after. You know, at the time it was these two tribes and she was in, in that tribe and she was being sought after. She would have been killed had she been found. She and her husband and her five young children were trying to escape. And the story she told of how they were trying to escape was terrifying. I mean, we, we as, you know, like I look at that, I'm like my first world problems, like the things I was afraid of when I had young children. I mean, I wasn't fearful of being like hacked. I mean, like slaughtered in front of my children, right? I mean, it's just like, wow, like so convicting. I mean, and that's not to compare problems like, you know, oh, well, you know, some people say, <laughs> you know, I'm saying like, I look at that and I'm just like, that kind of brings me to say that I really don't understand fear because I haven't had that issue. You know, I'll talk about fear and being worried and things like that, but it doesn't even compare. And I know we shouldn't compare people's stories, but this is really horrific. And so she told this story how at one point she was in a house and she was hiding from those who were, you know, seeking to kill. And she thought like, this is it. She just like surrendered to the Lord. She was like, Lord, this is it. I I'm going to be found. They're right outside the house. It's over. I'm done. And she had peace because she knew the Lord. And for whatever reason, they never came in the house and they never found her. And she was able to end up escaping with her family, escaping to the United States. And she tells this story and she says, and this is the part where I'm just like, this is what really was powerful to me. She says, like, after that day, every other day since then has been the cherry on top. Every other day since then has just been extra. She said, I should have died that day, but the Lord gave me more time. And she said, and had I died that day, it was fine because I knew where I was going. But I do have time since then. I've been given like bonus, she felt like time. And she said, and I'm so full of joy because I can live knowing that I was like inches away from death. And it was okay. It was okay because I was there. I faced it in like right. I looked it in the eyes and I knew where I was going. And so every day is the icing on top, the cherry on top, she said. And this is the type of woman that when we're in church, she worships the Lord wholeheartedly, arms raised, singing praise, shouting, smiling, you know, full of joy, not a care about what's going on around her. She fully is worshiping the Lord. And now I get it when I look at her. Why? Why? And, you know, she said the Lord saved me that day from physical death. But I also know that someday I will die. He will not save me from physical death. My time will come, but I know he has saved me from eternal death. And I know my future is secure with him. And what a joy. And as she told that story, I kept thinking over in my mind, and this was years ago, that is what it means to be a woman who laughs at the future. 
She doesn't have fear of the future because she has fear of the Lord. She knows the Lord. She knows and honors him and has reverence for him and knows he is in control and knows that her life is secure with him. Even if she were to be slaughtered that day in front of her children. I mean, or her children could have been slaughtered in front of her. Like, honestly, I can't, I don't think I can say that, right? That I would still not have fear of the future. So I remember hearing that story and just being like, that is what it means to laugh at the future, to be confident in Christ, to be confident in what is to come. So these days, right, for all of us, there's many different circumstances. You might be having kids at home for the first time because schools are closed. You might be um, working in a place that you feel is dangerous. You might be sending your husband out to work in a place you feel is dangerous. You might be worried about, you know, catching the virus. You might be worried about your finances. You might be worried about your job. You might be worried, like, what is going to happen at the election? What is going to happen to our country? What is going to happen to our world? I mean, honestly, back in the spring, I felt like we were blindsided by this pandemic. Like, we were just all going along, living our life, and it was like, boom. And maybe that's where God wants us. So we can say, you know what? Nothing here on earth is certain, but he is certain. We can have security in him. You know, we feel like we can make plans for college. We can make plans for school. We can make plans for our life. We can make family plans, wedding plans, you know, all these plans. And boom, in March, everything changed and was like, you know what? Your plans have changed in the blink of an eye. And so we have to recognize This earth is not certain. Even if everything right now in the world felt smooth and easy and we had no, you know, fear about what was going to happen, that doesn't mean that tomorrow something terrible wasn't going to happen. Because nothing here is certain. But everything for eternity that is promised is assured. The the Bible cannot lie. Isn't that an amazing thing to know? That no matter what happens here on earth, your future is secure in Christ. Your eternity in heaven with God is not an option. It is secure. It is not a hope like we hope that happens. It is secure. It is a promise. And so, like I said, we know the ending. We just don't know how we're going to get there. But we know the ending. And so that should kind of ease a little bit of that angst in between the time from now and until we get there. Now, I'm I'm preaching to the choir here because I'm like the one who always worries about the future. And I have to say, in the past several years, God has really um, helped me in that area. But, you know, just last night I woke up at 2 a.m. It's always 2 a.m., right, when these things happen. And I started to have the thoughts, you know, that happen in the middle of the night, like, what about, I was thinking about certain things, but what if this happens? What if, and I was just like, you know what? Go away thoughts and just focus on Jesus. Jesus is my security. You know, we have to deal with the things of this earth while we're on this earth. But if we deal with them in, in the perspective of like, we need to deal with them because this is all that matters. Or if we deal with them in the perspective of us, we need to deal with them in light of the fact that I'm living for Jesus. It changes everything right? And so 
God is for us. He is not against us. We know that our, our future is secure in him. And then it's like, all right, Lord, bring it. I'm here. Bring it. Let me be able to, you know, tackle or, uh, you know, deal with whatever comes my way because you are the one that gives me strength. You are the one that is in control. You are the one that it's all about. It changes everything. So for a lot of us, like I said, our lives get very complicated when we constantly worry about fear of the future. Fear of the future. What's going to happen? Fear of the unknown. Um, Worry and anxiety and all that. You don't have to fear the future when you fear God. And like I said, that doesn't mean you're afraid of God. It just means you understand who he is. So I hope that encourages you today. There is no fear for the future because we have a future glory that is to come and we can smile and laugh at the future because we know what is ultimately our final destination is heaven and everything in between is just our path to get there. So I hope that encourages you today. If you're one of those people out there right now that are kind of paralyzed by fear, I've been, I've been talking to a lot of people lately. Um, even with my homeschooling consulting, a lot of my clients lately have been paralyzed by fear of making the wrong decision for their school year, you know, and I've been trying to explain to them, you know, we've got to not let fear paralyze us. We have to just take a step in faith and trust the Lord. See, we put confidence in ourselves, and because we are human, we have no confidence in ourselves. That's why we have fear. That's why we're afraid we're going to make the wrong decisions. But when you have confidence in Christ, you can move forward in decisions. You can move forward into the future with the Lord in control and with confidence in Him. So I encourage you to let me know what you think about this podcast. Comment wherever you're listening. Send me an email. I want to hear from you. I want to continue the discussion. I want to know, is fear cluttering up your life? And if so, are you ready to kick it out and really focus on your security in Christ? And join me as we laugh at the future and have joy in knowing our future with Christ, our the eternal glory that is to come. And so comment, let me know what you think. Um, and like I said, if you want to sign up for a homeschool consulting appointment, I would be happy to help you out with that. Um, if you sign up for the Simply Live, uh, Simplify Your Homeschool e-course, you can get a discount on uh, one-on-one consulting appointments. So I will link all of this stuff in the show notes, or you can simply email me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com for any of this info, and I will get you started with that. And also my YouTube channel, you can find me over there under Karen DeBuse, and you can find the daily devotionals, uh, the videos over there, and also the Simply Living for Him community is completely free. I would love for you to join our next Bible study on Psalm 119, starting September 14th. So I hope you guys are all well. Remember to laugh at the future, have joy in Jesus, and until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.